0: And now it's time for Frederick County Sports Weekend, a talk around the Frederick sports scene with your host, Steve Nibs. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD, where we get the chance to talk to athletes and coaches here in the Frederick area. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and today my guest is the head football coach at Thomas Johnson High School, Mr. Bob Humphreys, and we're going to begin our series here of preseason uh, previews here of the upcoming fall season. Bobby, welcome, and always uh, enjoy getting a chance to catch up. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Indeed, buddy. I think this is your sixth season here at TJ. Oh, man, it's flying by. That's my fifth. <laughs> fifth, okay. Yeah. Your yep. fifth season. It does go by quickly, yes. It is,
1: it is flying by.
0: Um, and... During these past five years, you've probably run the gamut about every uh, situation possible, uh, except actually starting a program from scratch that you, that someone would have to deal with. You had to, you know, with the numbers and the, the season three years ago, and then the pandemic, and now trying to get back uh, on your feet, you've uh, really had to, to be innovative, and, and I'm sure, uh, worked extremely hard because I know you do to get the TJ program where you want it to be and what you were used to seeing when you were playing at Thomas Johnson. One aspect, Bob, is and I wanted to ask is uh, we're trying to get a, a youth feeder program going, get into a league for uh, those players there, those young men at uh, TJ. How's that going, and what is necessary to? Get you know to get into a youth league.
1: So actually, I'm glad you asked. Um, TJYAA is up and running right now. Um, they have a website tjyaa.com, and they are currently in the Carroll County League. Um, so they are taking registrations right now for people to sign up for uh, tackle football and cheerleading. So um, they're rearing ready to go and just waiting for. You know, they're passing out flyers, trying to get the name out there, and, you know, hopes that we can get, you know, more um, athletes in the TJ Feeder program, you know, starting to play football at a younger age so that by the time they get to me, they've got our offense and understand our vocabulary and that kind of thing.
0: How many teams are necessary, Bob, to, in order for you all to get into the Carroll County League?
1: Um, They are already in, you know, they've been accepted in. So, um, you know, I think, you know, if you build it, they will come. You know, oh. so we've just got to get the word out there a little bit more, understand that, you know, it's it's moving forward the way it needs to go. The equipment's there. jerseys are there. You know, it's just getting the word of mouth out so these kids, parents, and future TJ athletes know that they can get in the red, white, and blue and start playing some football.
0: Okay. Uh, how, how many teams do you have, uh, uh, JV, um, P, uh, I forget the, the, the categories. Yeah,
1: generally – yeah generally there's um a flag there's a mini pony pony jV and varsity okay um, so you know I guess it's gonna depend on the number of kids that show up on each team and you know count, teams all over the the country are having trouble filling those you know even teams in the uh, around this area don't have all teams fully filled okay you know so we're hoping that TJ can get all their teams fully filled and, you know, they can all be playing games
0: at all the levels. I hope so too, Bob. I know that, that, that knowing the community as I do, I know you you have great support and they'll, they'll do whatever they can in order to get that back As you know as well as I do how important that feeder program can be to the high school program.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's such a pivotal, pivotal piece in a successful program. It's just having these kids – you know, start playing for TJ at a young age. You know, they yep. they become Patriots at a young age and they want to stay Patriots. And, you know, it gives them some pride in walking around with that name across the front of their chest. And, you know, it's just great for the community as well. You know, when you have kids that are actually active, um, you know, participating in sports, learning teamwork, it just makes the community a better place.
0: Indeed, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, another thing to go tie into that and certainly a very exciting part of tj football and tj sports and uh outside especially in the stadium is the new turf field i'm sure that's got everyone very excited
1: uh we're players coaches you know the community we're all excited for that you know it's been three years since we've had a home varsity football game you know so it's been been a long time kids are, are really excited the energy in the weight room energy around tj is is really high you know, everyone's excited to finally get back under the lights on our field and start playing T.J. football.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Nothing better to to do. And also have a, a new track on the around the the field itself. And what a hard, a lot of hard work went into that, Bob. I know personally myself what the people that were on that committee and how long they worked to eventually get that done. And that's that's great news for Thomas Johnson High School.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of a lot of pieces that needed to be fit together. You know, and I also coach the track team. So, you know, I coach the football yep. season without a stadium and coach the track teams out of track. So it'll be, it'll be fun to finally get back
0: on that and practice at TJ and, you know, just have fun under our lights. Indeed. And it, it, it just makes all difference in the world. No question. Looking at this year's team, Bob, you had a, a, a tough go last year, but the numbers were getting back to where you wanted them to be and where they need to be in order to be competitive. What about this year's squad and, and expectations, uh, goals that you have in mind for this squad? You know, the biggest
1: thing I can say about this team coming up is, you know, just the adversity they've been through. You mentioned it at the beginning, everything they've gone through and seen the TJ pro- program go through. Um, but they, they don't focus on that. They focus on getting themselves better, getting themselves repaired. You know, they they have each other's back constantly. I mean, we've really built a family in this program to where these guys do everything for each other with each other. And it's, it's great to see, you know, I think that's something we've been missing in the last few years. And this team has really started to gel together, you know, to do that. So it's been fun just seeing them in the weight room. You know, I've got a lot of senior leadership and Ben perch, Ty Allen, Jackson Bittner. Um, you know, all those guys are really putting a lot of work, making sure their teammates are better. Um, so we're just looking to go out and compete again this year, you know, get on the positive side of the scoreboard um,
0: and have fun. And they'd have fun to keep a key piece of that uh, for sure. The numbers looking okay as well this year, Bob?
1: Yeah. Numbers are still up. You know, we've actually talked to our coaches about the possibility of doing cuts. Um, Wow. Right now (laughs) I anticipate having about 90 players and there's a, there's a pretty big helmet shortage. So I don't know if I have 90 helmets. So that's going to be an issue with uh, the COVID and everything. It's it's caused an issue with getting helmets. Um, but you know, with ninety kids wanting to come out on the junior and the varsity and JVT, you know, teams. yeah. You know, it'll be fun.
0: That that's that's a situation you wish didn't happen, but also on the other, it's a flip side. That's a good thing. Right. You know. You know. You know. have those, those numbers back, right there, where, where you're you you've. And numbers speak loud. That's for, that's for sure. When when you're trying to get a program, Bob, you've you've as we, I mentioned earlier, the adversity that this that you have had to uh, deal with over the tenure of your coaching, uh, being a head coach at TJ. What have you found, or what do you think you found, are some things that uh, are important? And when you're, you know, trying to keep a, a program competitive or bringing the program back to a level where you want to be.
1: You know, it's it's all about building a relationship with the players and getting coaches in that want to build those same relationships. You know, football, the football season technically only lasts, what, three months? But it's yep. a full, it's a year-round thing, you know, and we're constantly talking with these kids and making sure they're staying out of trouble um, and just showing them how proud we are and things that they've accomplished, you know, making sure we're focusing on the little accomplishments and setting little goals and reaching those goals. I think we've done a very good job this year of doing that, which has really shown. And like I said, their excitement and their energy levels um, have been
0: amazing this, this off season. Bobby, you've all, all head coaches uh, make the, the comment that, you know, you you're only as good as the people around you. And then, and, and Definitely have to build a staff that uh, it, it does and works like that. Talk a little bit about your staff and what they have done to help you get the, the program where you wanted to be.
1: I've got a, a really committed staff. Um, it, it's really good to see, you know, shoot phone calls up late at night, talking to all the coaches just constantly. My wife, you know, yells <laughs> you know, at me all the time I'm always on the phone, you know. But, right. yeah, you know, these, these guys really become part of the family. You know, they, they're your best friends because you're always talking to them. But, um, you know, my defensive coordinator, Coach Dickinson, um, he's been in the county for a few years, but he, he's just so good with the kids. You know, he relates to them very well. They they give anything for him. You know, it's amazing to see. Um, my defensive line coach, he actually played at Pitt um, a few years back. He played there when Aaron Donald was there, so he had a few, oh. few run-ins with that guy. <laughs> okay. Um Man, he, he's just a wealth of knowledge um, and really breaks it down really well for these these athletes to understand. Um, and he's always sending me new videos and new drills and stuff that he wants to see if we can put in and get my input on. And So it's just fun to see. You know, it's just constantly us sending ideas back and forth to each other, how we can get this kid better, how we can get that kid better, you know, constantly talking about him because, um, you know, you're only, you're only as good as your players yep. and our goal is to, you know, put them in place where they can be successful, give them as many tools as we can for them to be successful. And I think my coaching staff does a pretty, has done a pretty good job this last year and really coming together to do that.
0: Indeed. It, it takes, it takes time. And certainly, you know, everybody needs to be patient with that as to building back from where you were several years ago. And it does take the, the time and patience and, uh, your staff certainly has that. You uh, definitely have that. You've been through a portion of that even as a player. Uh, so you understand uh, what uh, kids are looking for and what uh, needs to be done to build yourself, build that program back.
1: Yeah, we're, we're hoping all that adversity is behind
0: us. You yeah, know, right. Forward <laughs> to, to keep that out of our way, you know. so <laughs> Indeed. i understand that completely looking at um overall as far as football is concerned bob um, do you see anything uh, down the road possibly any changes uh uh, any uh, additions um uh with the game of football high school football in the state of maryland or or uh, nationwide anything that uh, that you've that scene that might take place, um, here, um, in the upcoming years.
1: You know, I try to stay out of the politics with that kind of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you know, I know they're trying to make the game safer and us as coaches are trying to stay as much up on top of that as possible. Right. You know, so they're talking about getting different shells to put on our helmets during practice and that kind of thing. Um, just doing different things to make the game a little bit safer. Okay. You know, but with the, with the athletes that we're getting nowadays, it is turning more into looking like pro and college ball. It's a little bit more throwing a little bit less, you know, hard nosed football. Right. Um, so, you know, just adjusting with that. But I think, you know, I'm trying to keep my coaching staff well-versed in all the new techniques that is coming out so that we're putting these kids in the best, position
0: possible to be safe and effective uh, i i I'd certainly agree with the fact that you know the safety aspect is something i have to give uh, credit to the to finally they are doing more and uh the technology is improving and that certainly uh is something we need to continue to do to make it safe for kids of all ages as far as the safety uh in playing football
1: yeah i mean i totally agree just you know respect the game you know the game is supposed to be safe so as long as our players are respecting the game as it's supposed to be played um and not taking those cheap shots and those after the whistle hits and all those kind of things you know we've done a good job of implementing rules that have made it a little bit safer so as long as we respect the game you know and, and play it the way it's supposed to be played it should keep our players safe indeed
0: they're, they seem to be heading in the right direction with the playoff format here that we've gotten into for a couple of years, Bob. Uh, do you like that way that they, at least the direction they're moving and getting to where you're hoping to have the top teams play for a uh, state title?
1: Yeah, you know, it, it's nice that they are thinking about trying different ways to make it better. You know, there are pros and cons about every every way. You know, right. every scenario they talked about, um, you know, shortens our season a little bit, but it guarantees everyone at least one more game for the playoffs. So I don't hate it. I don't love it. You <laughs> okay. know, it, it does it does give our it does give our guys the ability to say, you know, we made the playoffs and then gives, gives teams that, you know, had a rocky start the chance that, you know, if they're finishing strong, just finish with that. So I do think it makes it better in that aspect because some teams don't start well, but then towards the end of the season, they get rolling. And if they're rolling at the right time, right when playoffs hits, you know, you will get the better team in. But sometimes with that schedule, if you lose those first two or three games in the old way, you might not have made the playoffs. So with this way, you know, you have time to find yourselves, to find yourself as a team. And then once playoffs hits, if you're, if you are at peak performance, you know, you'll perform well. Indeed.
0: Uh, Looking back, Bob, um, I know you you, you probably played uh, several sports as a young uh, boy growing up. Uh, what was it uh, about football that finally got you hooked?
1: <laughs> oh man, you know I'm not sure if I should say this. I, you know, I love the violence of it. Which, you know, as a coach, I try to make sure my players, like I said, respect the game. But you know, I had uh, a really good coach and been in Ben Wright. Indeed, um, yes. Coach Wright really pulled me out of a lot of interesting places when I was a player, and he gave me the insight and the passion into how great this game actually is. Um, and I think just understanding that it's the the ultimate team game, that it takes everyone on the field doing their job, is really what made me fall in love with it, you know, in the, the later years of my high school career, um, which then led me to go into college for it. So, you know, I think, you know, Ben Wright, like I said, had a huge impact on that and making me understand the game for more than just going out there and hitting people um, and just the team, the team aspect, man. And it relates so much to, to life after sports. That's what I love about football.
0: I, I couldn't agree more and, you know, certainly miss that man uh, every day and what, and certainly praise him for the work and commitment that he made to Frederick County football, but and certainly Thomas Johnson High School. Um, so you've got hooked on football. So when did that light bulb go off to coach the game?
1: Ah, uh, man, that was um, you know I really started enjoying it my senior year of a Shepherd, um, being the leader, upperclassman, knowing the offense, you know, really working with the guys underneath me. Um, that really was, you know, pushed me and said, you know what, this is something I could eventually do. And then things fell in place, actually moved back to Frederick and um, Coach Cleveland reached out and brought me on to TJ staff as an assistant. And then, you know, things worked out and I was able to take over the program and just really enjoying this hobby of coaching and really trying to make these kids understand life, understand football and become positive human beings.
0: Well we appreciate that Bobby for sure as always as a former AD knowing how important uh or how positive it can be for someone who was an actual player a student athlete here in the county and to come back to the county or even to their alma mater and what a to give back in that way. And that's uh, certainly what you've done and are continuing to do. And we, I certainly, uh, I know a lot of others, uh, uh, Mr. Chavez, and those at TJ high school appreciate the fact that you're on staff.
1: Yeah. I mean, I love it. I love the TJ community. You know, I grew up in the TJ community and, you know, it's just such a great, once everything gets rolling and we're back on and those lights underneath and the crowd <laughs> lights up. Yeah. Man, it's it's going to be something that, you know, these seniors and these juniors haven't had. You know, they haven't had that true TJ community feel yet. That Friday and, night uh, lights. Tra- yeah. That Friday night lights at home, you know, and Tracy Kibler, our principal, is really big into bringing the community together. So I think football games are going to be a blast for, you know, everybody. Start bringing out. You know, the old TJ alum, get them out there watching the games, That you know, for the sport that really helped a lot of people growing up as kids. You know, we can support the the current TJ athletes the same way they were supported when they were players.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it, it, someone described it as a, a weekly event, and that's exactly what it is. With all the aspects going into it, it certainly is an uh, exciting time and I. You know, I myself enjoy coaching those, and still enjoy going to broadcast them. So it's just that whole atmosphere is uh, is what makes that evening what it is. Um, Bob, uh, we're running a l- little low on time, as always, when we get talking football. And and uh, but, uh, have you ever? Have, is there any thought to, to you um, down the road at some point? Uh, Going to the next level of coaching or is uh you are you pretty much uh dug in so to speak and and uh enjoy being where you are
1: uh, I love high school football okay uh, it's it's a, it's a it's own beast of its own you know and yep. it's it's got its ups and downs, but you know the not ever going to be a high school coach. Not everyone can do the the college grind. Um, so, nope, I'm dug in as a college coach, <laughs> I mean, high school coach. Whew, nope. um, I, I love coaching high school sports, man. Just just these kids, watching these kids grow up. I mean, four years is not a lot of time. And they go, they come in as freshmen and, and they leave as men, and it's amazing to see, you know. And I would not miss that for the world. So, I love coaching high school football and love coaching the TJ. It's just
0: that's wonderful. That's one of the, the aspects I certainly enjoyed myself, Bob is to see uh, the last coach softball and, and coaching football too, but as a, as a freshman and then leaving as seniors the growth that takes place and they are able to watch it and be a part of it as well in, in, in transforming them not into a not only into a better athlete but into a better person. And I know that's where your heart is as well. Um, unfortunately, Bob, we're, we're running out of time now, but I always enjoy getting back with you and chatting with you. It's always good to, uh, to see you out there as well. Um, I know I enjoyed watching you as a player at TJ following you at shepherd and coming back to Frederick County and now, uh, back at TJ as the head football coach. I couldn't, uh, there's no one I can think of that was right for that job there, and, and I know you'll continue to do well, and I want to wish you the best uh, at uh, TJ in the coming years, especially certainly this coming season as well.
1: Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. You know, we're, we're excited for this year. I got a lot of great talent, a lot of good linemen. We are super excited.
0: Indeed, and I, I ser- we certainly will follow you, Bob. You've been listening to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and we'll see you next week. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com.
1: News Radio 930.